0: Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. It's very possible I saw an actual ghost last night. But Sean, what are you talking about? You don't believe in ghosts. You go to all these haunted locations and you're there as the skeptic you're there as the voice of reason you're there as the person that's trying to debunk everything why do you think you saw an actual real ghost well before i jump into that i will explain why my voice is sounding um extremely groggy it's because i've just woken up it's quarter past five in the evening and i have had a nap this afternoon because and and his well it, it kind of goes hand in hand i suppose And I I promise you, I've woken up literally within the last 10 minutes, and that's why my voice sounds like this. I went to a haunted location last night. I went to the King's Head in Chester, which is supposedly one of the most haunted uh, hotels in the UK. It has its own YouTube channel called My Haunted Hotel. It's got quite a following, quite successful, and actually really entertaining to watch as well. It's really well produced. And I went with uh, a friend of mine, Sarah, and her twin sister, uh, Emma, who have their own paranormal... Society called to investigate Because I because Sarah knows I'm interested in the paranormal, but also knows that I'm a skeptic She invited me along and we stayed the night and we had a very late night and a very early morning Hence why I've had a nap this afternoon and I've only just woken up from that nap So why do I think I saw a ghost for my own sanity? I cannot 100% stand here and say Yes, that was definitely a ghost was what happened weird yes can i explain it no do i think it's absolutely undeniable proof of the paranormal also no but i will accept it was very weird and i i was shook up when i was there so basically here's what happened when we were we were we were in a room and we were looking for uh ghosts obviously <laughs> we call out as you do if there's anybody here, you know, give us a sign, tap on a wall, show yourself like whatever, like all 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 the stuff that you would see in in, in any normal paranormal show. And Sarah was live streaming it on Facebook. There's a group, like an official fan group for the My Haunted Hotel. Uh, and she was live streaming it through there. And she she said to me, well she said to she said to the room, um well there was only me her and Emma in the room anyway and she said oh i'm i can't see if anyone's commenting so i went onto my phone went onto the live and i was i started watching it live and there was about a 30 second delay from where from from when it happened in real time on the video until when i got it through on my phone that's important so i started reading out the comments that were coming through because i could then see the comments i'm sitting there and reading them out letting sarah know what people are saying and then very suddenly and out of nowhere it, it, when you watch the video and i do have the video and i will post it on the instagram at don't know what pod i will post it on there on my instagram page yeah very suddenly on the video if you look just behind me to my left there is a mirror and in that mirror a black thing a something i don't know what it is just shoots past very fast it's very quick you can see it it's 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 still even now as a skeptic just thinking about it you know i can't explain it but it doesn't mean that someone else can't explain it but i'm i'm still very confused by it so this black thing shoots past me well in the mirror behind me which is face which and the mirror is facing the wall which would be to my left which will be on the right on the video about 30 seconds later this is my favorite part i actually saw it on the live and i spot it myself I I turn around to look to try and see it. Obviously by then it's gone. Um, Like 30 seconds or so have passed. Anyway, we break for the evening. My assumption at this point would be someone moved. Someone created a movement which created a shadow on the wall which then got shown through the the mirror. And that's what I saw. That was my assumption. Someone must have moved and made the shadow. But it goes very fast. It, it, it just, like, shoots across the camera. It's as if someone's just thrown their arm over to create this shadow going past the mirror. So my assumption was someone has created this shadow, either myself or Sarah or Emma, because there was a light on in the room to be able to make that shadow. We go and speak to the guys who run the hotel, and because they have a YouTube channel, they have CCTV in every room, and they have a live feed. They have a, the, they have a control room where they can go and look... At the live feed, they can rewind and have a look and and listen and you know they've got like microphones as well. Try to it's basically there to try and debunk things live or as early as you can. So we go we go we find the timestamp on the live video, we find the timestamp on the uh, on the CCTV, and we go back and we play from basically from where the shadow would have just gone past the mirror up to the point where I spot it on the live, and at no point. During that CCTV footage, does anyone move in a way that would have created the shadow that is seen? And after I have spotted the shadow on the video, when you watch the video, after I've seen it, Emma does move and casts a shadow on the wall, which you can see through the through the mirror. The shadow that she casts is a dark grey, much lighter than black. But the shadow that scoots across the mirror very quickly, that I spotted earlier on, is a complete black block (laughs) colour. Straight across. So, yeah, that's how I spent my night last night, looking for ghosts. Um, I may or may not have found one. Still not a believer in ghosts. But I can uh, can fully and wholeheartedly admit that uh, I think that was weird. Uh, And I will post the video for you guys to see uh, on uh, the Instagram at Don't Know What Pod. Go follow. Now then, this is a bit of a special episode because I've deleted the Patreon. All of the audios that I had made that were Patreon exclusive, uh, I am going to now make public. So today I'm going to be sharing with you uh, Tobacco and Tattoos, which was uh, part of an extended version on the podcast. It's already been pre-recorded. If there is any mention of the Patreon on there, ignore it, because the Patreon isn't there anymore. And I will also preface this by saying, I think I already mentioned this in another episode, but I understand that I could sound like a hypocrite for some of the things that I say. I fully understand that, and uh, I completely own that. So, uh, yeah. Hope you enjoy tobacco and tattoos. Tobacco. Right. I mean... I don't smoke. I'm not a smoker. I don't think. I'm gonna make some very potentially unpopular opinions at this point. Tobacco should be made illegal. It's a substance that we know for a fact shortens the lives of those that take it, can and does cause aggressive forms of cancer and is just, in general, a very toxic and dangerous substance. The fact that in the UK from the age of 16 you are legally allowed to smoke it and from the age of 18 you're legally allowed to buy it is, I think, abhorrent. My mum has always smoked for as long as I can remember. My sister smokes. Uh, A good portion of my family smoke. Um, Fortunately, touch wood, at this point... I've never lost anyone to smoking, unless you count my granddad, who actually I never knew because he sadly passed away Um, in his 30s. He was 37 years old, uh, 34 years old when he died. That's four years older than I am now. My granddad died when he was 34 of lung cancer, and that's because he was in the Navy and he smoked cigarettes without filters. Uh, He was my mum's dad and he died when my mum was three months old. Tobacco is disgusting. As an extension to that, this one will be an even more unpopular opinion and a lot of people will, I think, um, disagree with me. I think there should be a bigger restriction on alcohol consumption and availability. That's my own personal opinion. The number of people that are killed every year in drink-driving accidents, and more often than not, it's the... If two cars are in a collision and one of the drivers was drinking or had been drinking, it's normally the other driver that is at completely a no-fault that sadly suffers more or loses their life. I, I wouldn't say ban alcohol completely. I do identify myself as... Teetotal. I don't don't like to drink alcohol, but that's because I don't like to get drunk. I will drink um, cider. I will drink uh, Copperberg, some kind of fruity, mixed fruits kind of cider because I like the taste. It's very refreshing on a summer's day. I will only drink if I know I'm not driving. I have known people, and I won't name names, I have known people in the past and I can't for sure say that they still do it because I don't really know them that well anymore, that have gone on a night out, driven themselves there, woken up the next morning, their car is on the driveway, and they don't remember driving home. That is horrible. Maybe there should be more serious consequences for people who are caught drink driving. What do people tend to get these days if they're caught drink driving? I don't, I, I don't know. Is it jail time? Is it a, they get the license taken from them? A lifetime ban of driving, a six month ban of driving. Well, I I don't know what it is. But and maybe I maybe I'm just kind of on a high horse at the minute. If you are drink driving and you crash and you kill someone, you can go to prison for manslaughter. If you are caught drink driving and you don't end up having a collision, you don't hurt anyone. Could that then go down as attempted manslaughter? I don't know. I'm asking the big questions here. This is, this is where the this is where the podcast gets very serious, because maybe this isn't something that people are comfortable listening to. Maybe this is something people aren't wouldn't be comfortable talking about. Those are my thoughts on tobacco. Tobacco should be banned completely, absolutely. Problem is, people make far too much money from it. It's like it's like guns in America. And I'm not going to get into that now. If the topic comes up on the podcast, I will get into it. Guns should be banned in America. Or at least more heavily traced. They should be harder to get. I'm not going to get into it now. There's my two pennies worth on that. Tobacco should be banned. Alcohol should be more difficult to get hold of. And up the drinking age to 21, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm on a high horse. Let's get down from it by spinning the wheel again, shall we? Let's do it. Tattoos. <laughs> What's my stance on tattoos? I like tattoos. Tattoos are an individual's decision. You know, it's your body. You do with your body what you want to do. I'm not here to tell you what you should and shouldn't do with your body. So I'm not going to stand here and say, you shouldn't have tattoos. I had a conversation with someone at my work uh, a few weeks ago um, where he completely disparaged anyone for having tattoos. I have tattoos. I've got five tattoos. You know, he he went on a bit of a rant about why he thinks people shouldn't get tattoos. And I was like, okay, but it's my body. You know, it's my body. It's it's their body. So people, you know, the tattoos that I have are only you know bits and bobs. I don't have a full sleeve. I don't have a full back piece or anything like that. I have one on my ankle, uh, two on my right arm, and two on my back. That's it. Not big ones, just just tattoos. You know, do I still want my tattoos? There is one of the five tattoos I have that I still want. That's the that's the honest truth of it. I got all of my tattoos when I was eighteen. When I was eighteen, uh, sorry, when I turned eighteen. Suddenly, I was allowed to get tattoos. And so I was like, I'm going to get tattoos. And I got all five of my tattoos in that one year between being 18 and 19. I've had no other since. And in all honesty, honesty, I think I rushed into them. I got a 22 on my ankle because it's my lucky number. That's the one that I like. I do, I love that one. I got a piece on the top of my right arm that represents musical theatre because it's one of my passions. I've got a kiss, uh, a pair of lips basically on my wrist, which um, represent my family because my mum's name is Karen, my dad's name is Ian, my sister's name is Stacey and my name is Sean, so our initials spell kiss. So I got the kiss. So the the story behind the kiss, I like more than the actual tattoo. Basically, I pulled the scab off too early and now 12 years later, it looks like uh, a burn mark so or a birthmark or some kind of scar people so i always wear a um a watch or a fitbit over it to cover it up um if and when i get round to it i will probably have all of my tattoos removed bar one i have my sister's name with the star sign that we share um at the bottom of my spine i got it uh as in i got it tattooed on me and then i showed it to her and then it was only when she said to me, Why have you got my name as a tramp stamp that I realised that was kind of like a not a very cool place to get it. Um so yeah, I have that. And also because I'm an atheist, sorry to anyone who does believe in God or, you know, has or is highly religious or whatever, that's that that sort of thing just is not for me at all. Um I don't have any belief in God or Christianity, Islam, Judaism, anything like that. Um, for me, I'm very much a man of science. I'll get into it if that ever comes up on the podcast. But I am an atheist, and I got the symbol for atheism on sort of the on one of my shoulder blades. And again, at the time when I got it, I feel like I was trying to be like a bit of a rebellious teenager. I was 18. I was very much of the idea that if you are religious, you're stupid. You shouldn't believe in God because that's idiotic. Um, of course, there's no magic man in the sky. Th- at the time, that was very much what I was like. So that was actually the first tattoo I ever got. I-, I think I'd been 18 for about three days at this point. And that was my very much my stance on it. I've since grown up and do you know what? If you want to be religious, be religious. You... Deserve to believe whatever you want to believe as long as your beliefs don't hurt or disparage against anybody else. One example don't be homophobic and then blame it on God. Don't be homophobic, okay? Just don't be homophobic. Don't be racist and then blame it on God. Or just don't be racist. Don't be misogynistic and then blame it on God. Or just don't be misogynistic. Don't murder someone. And then say that God told you to do it. Oh, but also, don't murder someone. Some people are religious nuts. Some people are nice religious people. I think the larger majority. But the people who blame religion for their crimes and their bigotry are the kind of religious people that I, I, won't, I won't deal with. So yeah, I have the a sort of international symbol of atheism tattooed as well. So that's sort of what my tattoos represent. And I'm very much, I'm, like I said, I'm very much of the of the belief that you, you do with your body what you want to do with your body. It is your body. I might see a tattoo and I might not like it, but that doesn't mean that I think you shouldn't have got it. You know, everything that you do with your body should be your decision. I, I feel like I'm ever so slightly on my high horse again because I know my wife, I don't know why I'm whispering this because it's going to be broadcast. I know my wife would quite like a tattoo. She's told me, she's told me what she has in her mind, but her mother, who is quite religious, um, has told her she's not to do anything like that with, she's not to ruin her body. Don't, do not ruin your body. Which, you know, is fine, that's her belief. But also I think if Heather, my wife, were to get a tattoo, it's her body, it's her decision. That's where I stand with that. I'm sorry, Margaret, my mother-in-law, Maggie T., I love you with all of my heart. But if Heather wants to get a tattoo, Heather can get a tattoo. She's in her 30s now. I'm not going to give you my wife's exact age, but she is older than me. I am a toy boy. Those are my thoughts on tattoos. Thank you and good night. Thank you very very much for listening. Obviously, you can follow me on Instagram at don't know what pod. All my other social platforms are available in the link tree link which are in the description of the podcast go ahead and follow me everywhere. I'm actually in the process currently of creating for anyone who's into the paranormal out there, I'm uh, creating a TikTok page uh, where I watch paranormal videos and try and give my own personal uh, explanation to them. Um and that will be available soon on the on the Linktree link. If you've got any comments, questions, topic suggestions, or if you just want to join in the conversation, tell me any quirky, funny, weird, or just completely banal anecdotes that you have on any of the topics that I've ever spoken about on this podcast, then email them into don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. You can, I don't know if you will, I hope you will, uh, leave me a a five-star review, which will pump me up the charts on whichever podcast platform you're listening on and if you can I don't know if all podcast platforms allow this but if you can then leave a comment uh, let me know what what you think of the podcast hopefully it's all positive and uh, I'll uh, hopefully see you next week when I could be talking about literally anything bye bye